After cleaning themselves up from some dirty work, Jack and Josh cheer themselves up with some Happy Gilmore. This is Truly Happily Madison Origins. Hit that theme. Hey, buddy boy. Buddy boy, old buddy, old pal. Old friend Josh Pappenheim. Oh, uh, compadre Jack Gregson. No. <laughs> so we're back. We're back. It's been a week we're off. back in the New York groove. Yeah, or it's been a week where we didn't have the soundboard. Oh, no, we did. A fun fact for you. We did. Yeah, we did, that's true. <laughs> that's a- that's a fun fact for you. No, it's a fun fact. We only recorded it last night. I've forgotten. You remember oh. that? How you, have <laughs> how you, how you been doing since 24 hours ago? I've been all right. In, in the past 24 hours, I've seen three movies. Ooh. <laughs> um, London Film Festival is a go-go. Whiskey a go-go. Yeah, Good. it's all Good right. Stuff. You know, I like movies. I'm tired, though. Yeah, same. I'm tired. It's gonna be a good episode. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you shoulder most of the responsibility this week. <laughs> what? No. And you barely talked yesterday. I did barely talk yesterday. <laughs> I was just. I was so in awe at both yourself and Nick's extensive knowledge of Norm Macdonald. I was just like, oh, there's nothing for me to contribute. I the can't. gay character. Oh, uh, like. <laughs> Like, I can't talk about him at all because I don't know him. I've only seen one film, you know? I like... don't know if I found that funny. Yeah, true. I mean, <laughs> thanks, Josh. <laughs> uh, um, so, listeners, if you're wondering why I was so silent, it's because I was crushed. It's because I didn't enormous. use the soundboard enough. You didn't you use the soundboard. <laughs> Josh. Uh, yeah. You probably heard a lot of that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, no, um... That's all right, you know. Sometimes it's it's better to be seen and not heard. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Is it like whereof one cannot speak, thereof one must be silent? You know, and I had no idea. Do you know, <laughs> what, do you know what? Do you know what's been really nice today? What? I had some really nice Bernays sauce with a steak. Oh, where from? Yeah. The Anger Steakhouse. No. <laughs> What am I made of money? Fuck. Where did you go? Flatiron. Where's the Flatiron? Yeah, cool. The affordable steakhouse. Do you think it's a foot? Well, I guess it, yeah. I mean, compared to other steakhouses? It's, better, it's a better quality than an Angus, I feel. It's gone up in price. Is it? How much is it now? Well, you know, it used to be £10 a steak. Yeah. Which, yeah. Josh thinking that is not affordable is ridiculous. Um, but now it's no, £12. No, it is affordable. £12. Yeah. It's a 20% Britain, price hike. Yeah, that's a huge, that's a gouge. But you know, you know what, though? I think it's okay. I think that's all right, because if you go to the one in Covent Garden, you get a free ice cream at the end. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do. That's good. And nice. I had that, and that was lovely. That's good. What, salty caramel? Yeah, it's salt caramel with chocolate shavings. Mm. 
That's the good stuff. Do you remember when we went there for my birthday? I do remember it. I remember, do you remember it well. How stressed I was. Yes. Because getting a table was the worst thing in the world. Do we have to wander? This is good for listeners. Did we... we had to wander around for ages, didn't we? Is that what happened? No, it's that like they w- we needed a table for like eighteen people, mm. and you can't book. Yes. And and they would and you had to basically have everybody there when your table was ready. You couldn't. They refuse to sit you if your party isn't all there. Oh. And if your party isn't all there, they give away your table. <laughs> and I was just like pleading with them, like, "It is my birthday. This is my favorite place. It is my birthday. It is my birthday. I demand a present. <laughs> I demand. Don't care. I am. I want I am it a, now. I am a little boy, and I want a present. Don't you ever say that. You love. You love. I could have got you some berries and cream. Don't do that again, Josh. Oh, I'll do it forever. I didn't know what I hadn't heard that until <laughs> you did it. I'm glad. I'm glad you're seeing berries and cream everywhere. Like you've got the uh, the. I mean, they I live say it everywhere. I've on. seen like two TikToks of it. Perfect, perfect and amount. I I hate it already. Yeah, good. What are we here for? Ladies and gentlemen, this man is for the birds. <laughs> We're talking about. Do you want me? I'm gonna. Oh, we could do it. I can read the synopsis. Which has the name of the film in it. We already said what film we're talking about once oh, okay. in this episode already, but sure. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of it today, listeners. This is like if you're thinking of like like you come for like pure Jack Gregson, you're fucked. <laughs> We've got unhinged Jack Gregson. It's gonna be exciting. Okay. <clears throat> the gay character. No. <sighs> what did you just call me? Happy Gilmore is a rowdy boy who was raised by his grandmother. He wants to be a hockey player, but isn't because of one thing. He can't skate. When his grandmother's house is foreclosed because of her failure to pay her taxes, and she's placed in a retirement home. Yeah, it says cause, but it's just (laughs) C-A-U-S-E. Cause of her failure to pay her taxes, and she's placed in a retirement home. Happy must try and find a way to make some money. One day, while at a driving range, he discovers that he can hit a golf ball a hundred feet. So the range pro convinces him to try being a pro golfer. Reluctant at first, because he considers himself a hockey player, but when he learns he can make lots of money, he gives it a try and surprisingly, in addition to his amazing driving ability, his antics have made him the darling of the crowd. Shooter McGavin, the tournament leader, actually no, sorry, there's no punctuation there. Shooter McGavin, the tournament leader, thinks that Happy's an embarrassment. <laughs> That's like a song lyric. Shooter, Shooter McGavin, McGavin, the, the tournament, tournament leader. leader, coming soon from Andrew Lloyd Webber, thinks that Happy's an embarrassment and is jealous that he is stealing his spotlight. Tries to get him thrown out or get him to quit. Better than <laughs> a Guinness, better than a wank. What? That's a lyric from the Diana musical. Oh, Jesus Christ, okay. Better than a Guinness, better than a wank. Diana Spencer, to you, I thank. It's it's sung by the paparazzi. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> okay, good. That was written by someone, but their username is just an email, so... Not the Diana musical, the plot synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> plot synopsis, yeah. Christ. Um, <clears throat> okay, good. okay, well then. 
Uh, uh, oh, we did stats before, didn't we? Uh, do, you some, do you want some stats? Yeah, some cheeky stats, go on. Um, well, because obviously we forgot to say that each week your host, Jack Gregson and Josh Bagenheim, oh. discuss the entire filmography of Happy Madison Productions from 1999 to current day, except this yeah. week where we'll be talking about uh, uh, the second uh, lead film, major motion picture for Adam Sandler, um, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Um, which Whoa. was, of course, directed first time uh, uh, these two have paired up. Uh, Dennis Dugan. Fuck yeah! This is the the Dugs. the, the Dugster. Doggy um, Dog. Apparently, uh, Sandler auditioned for a Dennis Dugan movie in the past, and uh, Dennis Dugan wanted him, but the studio didn't. And then when it came to getting a director for this one, um, Sandler was like, look, you wanted me before. You want to give me a part. I don't need to know anything else. I want to work with you. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Lovely. Nice stuff. Um, This stars Adam Sandler. Woo. Christopher McDonald. Woo. Julie Bowen. Woo. From from Modern Family. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Carl Weathers. Woo! And Francis Bay. Woo. Bay, bro. She's my bay. Oh, She's yeah, the nice. grandma. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's like an old woman in a lot of stuff. We'll talk more about her, I'm sure. Cool. <laughs> um, this was released on the 16th of February, 1996. Perfect Valentine's on, Day movie. Made on a budget of... It's, up, it's after Valentine's Day. So. Yeah, I know. Perfect, but it's perfect around Valentine's the time. Day for, for Josh because he <laughs> takes he takes girls out after Valentine's Day because he forgets it like he forgets their anniversary. It's more special that way. Budget of twelve million, <laughs> um, yeah, and a domestic box office of forty one point two million. We'll talk about what else was in the box office during the commentary. Okay, and it has a Rotten Tomato score of sixty one percent. That's pretty good. Sixty one. Have you ever done a sixty one? <laughs> Where you just you're upside down and the girl is just lying straight. <laughs> what is what is happening with you, man? You've done a sixty-one. No. <laughs> I don't, listeners. If you could see the things that I'm seeing, it's like when you hump your mattress upside down. Yeah. What do you? <laughs> the thing is, if there's only one of you, how do you know if you're upside down? Good point. I guess it's like in space, isn't it? In a rear, in someone, a, someone on Hinge the other day, they were like, a shower thought I had recently. Um, uh, you can never stand backwards on stairs. And my response to that was just like, you can never really stand backwards anywhere because wherever you're facing is forwards. <laughs> yeah. We didn't match. <laughs> That's right. That's what people love, isn't it? They love pedantry. You can stand backwards on an escalator because that has a or a travelator. But you're still standing forwards. Yeah, I suppose it depends depends if you can't backwards. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? It betrays how you view the world, which is that you view the world as relational to you. Whereas I would say, if you're standing backwards, I could stand with my back to you. Yes. But that isn't standing backwards. 
I'm the backwards man, the backwards man. <laughs> uh, shall we, we watch start this the film? <laughs> shall we start the film? Okay, listeners, we're watching this through. Oh shit, no, we're watching this through Teleparty in on, uh, five on seconds Netflix. on Netflix. On five seconds, I'm going to press the. I'm going to press the go button. So I'm going to do a little click when I've pressed it, and that's your time if you want to watch along with us. No, that doesn't mean we're watching the film Click. No, we're watching Happy Gilmore. Right, five, yeah. four, three, two, one. Go! Oh, Last it's Universal time I put again. on like a little uh, beep. I'll probably do that again. Little lad who loves Barry. <laughs> cream. It's not the same song. They fucked me. It's so we open oh. up with um. Is this um? Is this Tuesday? New new new. Tuesday's gone. Yeah, Tuesday. I tell you what, I like this song. It's done, well, you know, that's the thing. Massive racist, but you know, let us get to have some have some fucking banging tunes. And I also just always relate this song I'm to I'm a little lad who loves berries. We'll be sued, Josh, by the person who wrote that song. By who? So this is like the origin of uh, Sandler doing like flashback videos. Yeah. But this is like, it's a good one, isn't it? The film. I mean, it's, um, are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm okay. I'm just, I'm just, you know, strapping myself in and being like, I have nothing to say about this film so far. It's just nice, isn't it? I like this guy who's playing. Sandler's dad. Who's this? He does kind of look like Sandler in. Yeah. Well, he looks like a mix of Sandler in Happy Halloween and Jamie Demetrio. You know who he kind of looks like is um, Charlie's uncle in It's Always Sunny. Shit. <laughs> With the hands. Uncle Jack. Yeah, Uncle Jack. Uncle Jack. <laughs> That's gonna be you one day. I hope not. So this nice is house, this is Francis Bay as as the grandma. I remember being really freaked out by the kiss mask thing when I saw this as a kid. Being what? That being freaked oh, out. Oh, being by freaked that kiss out by the kiss mask. Yeah. I'm just turning it down so that I can hear you better. Yeah, I've got listeners. I suggest you do that. <laughs> I just, I think the listeners have it on like blast. <laughs> Francis Bay sadly departed in 2011, left to the ripe old age of 1992. Of, of 1992. <laughs> 1992. And, um... She, um... Oh, she started in the 30s as a radio actress. What? And, like of course, she's... Superman. She's in my, um... She's in my beloved Twin Peaks fire walk with me. Of course. Did you catch Perry Andalyn Blake? Production you can't designer. catch that. It's not an STI. Uh, Good cock jokes. Uh, I'm not surprised that Barry Andlin Blake is on this. Tim Hurley, there he is. <coughs> Sorry, I feel like I wrecked Francis, your Francis, Francis Bay. Bay <laughs> Francis Bay worked with uh, David Lynch quite a bit. She was also in Blue Velvet. Um, Who she was? Where's she in Blue Velvet? She plays Aunt Barbara. 
I don't remember who that is. Nor do I, and I saw it oh, recently. Oh, it's Jaws! Yeah, do you, know, you know Jaws is in this? He's in this quite a bit. I forgot. Yeah, Frances Bay, she, she's in um, the John Carpenter movie in the Mouth of Madness. She's in Inspector ah. Gadget. She pops up in The Wedding Planner. Um, yeah. She's in the awful the Krippendorf's thing. tribe. If we, if we want to talk about a racist movie, that's one. Um... <laughs> Gryffindor Strive. Krippendorf's Tribe. <laughs> That's not a real film. Krippendorf's Tribe. If no one. Just look up the poster for Krippendorf's Tribe right now. Krippendorf. Yeah. Krippendorf's K R I. Oh, it's K. Right. Okay. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> you don't think that looks good? You don't think like Jennifer Elfman's having a great time on that poster? Hideous. Who's in this travesty? This is sad. Sandler's not going to get the. He doesn't get picked. No. <laughs> I love this. Like you didn't call my number, <laughs> and they just use it to rip the piss out of him. Better luck next year. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, I like that yes. delivery. Physical on violence. That physical was violence. Very nice. <laughs> Think you're better than me. <laughs> this is his good stuff. I mean, I know we said it all the time during Billy Madison, but like, this is just like he's in form, isn't he? He's very good. Who's this? He's still- is this someone? I don't know. He's still kind of, like, looking at his eyes. They are a bit dead. No. He's not. He's, he's young and full of life now. I think his eyes will undead at some point in this film. I gotta look up who this woman is. It's very similar to Dirty Work, isn't it? <laughs> this is, but this is the thing, like, every, every, or every one of these films were the same. <laughs> Yeah, they just start off with like, oh, he's a guy, he's a loser man, his girlfriend breaks up with him. He meets a blonde shit. woman. He meets a blonde woman! <laughs> Who went on God. to have a sort of successful career in TV sitcoms. Yeah. I think we didn't mention that in Dirty Work, is that the lead girl in that is um, the titular girl from Two Guys A Girl on a Pizza Place. Oh, is it? Wow. Yeah. There is a role in this that I feel like was supposed to go to Norm Macdonald. Oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. I want you to point it out. I will. It's not for a while. What's it? Oh, yeah, good stuff. Is this Nancy Hill? Is her name Terry? <laughs> I don't know. I could. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Should probably put the subtitles on. <laughs> I like this. All these people it's, just to, just listening in. It's good stuff. <laughs> now he's gonna get a suit. Yeah, it was Terry. Yeah. This <laughs> is just very strange. He's only wearing one shoe. It's a callback to Billy Madison when he takes that shoe out of the chemistry thing. Ah. 
This yeah. is good. This is a good little gag. <laughs> he had sex over. Of course. A Sandler for you, always having sex. Sandler, baby. We've got, oh, um, on? One of the one of the free studios pops up here. What? It's only Will Sasso. Oh, I see. Wait, which one? Is that Will Sasso? It's, guess what, Josh? It's the one who isn't black. <laughs> I was like, wow, Will Sasso, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's Smigel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there are gangs all here. <laughs> what, a, what, what a trio. Sandler, Smigel, and Sasso. Is Sasso in uh, that one that we love? <laughs> Southland Tales. Is that right? Um, he might be, you know. Everyone is. Everyone he is. is. He Everyone is. He plays Fortunio Balducci. Good. <laughs> God, I love that film. Truly happily Kelly. <laughs> I really like Smigel's part here. <laughs> just, just like, just being like, I, you know, I don't want to make you mad, but I have to take the, the, the house and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. He does it very well. He's playing a good prick. Look at all this plot set up. It's so good. Like, it's so good. <laughs> you concise. hate me, don't you? No, no, I don't hate you. <laughs> what? Hey, this is the bit where he goes, you hate me, don't you? And Sonic's just oh, like, I don't hate you. And I just cuts him being thrown yeah. out of the house. It's good. It's... I thought you were saying that about you. I was uh... like, no, I love you, baby. <laughs> this is terrifying. <laughs> What, just having... Just look at them, everyone's like, moving like zombies. And then the woman who's going to jump out in a second. <laughs> He's not is that old. Um, is that... Um, Nick Cage's mum from uh, Bad Lieutenant? I no. D- I don't know. It's not. No. <laughs> That's, this um... is what, 15 years before that? No, I think it's only like um, ten years. Like, yeah, maybe like ten years, maybe a little more. That's uh, the woman I'm thinking of is Celia Weston. Hmm. Actually, oh, no, I don't is. even think that's right, because I think actually um, Jennifer Coolidge is uh, Nick Cage's mother in that film. Jennifer Coolidge, you know who she is. Yeah, I do. Hi. Here he is. Hal L. Mustache boy. Oh, from Hubie Halloween. <laughs> Another grandma film. Or is that his mum in that? That's his mum. Yeah. <laughs> still is so, still is looking this. It's <laughs> so good. The, the hair and the mustache. Yeah, hair is wonderful. This is so good. You can trouble me for a warm glass of shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> Where's what's so when's ben, what pop career is this for Ben Stiller? Because he's not exactly like big enough to be making like it's a cameo like, that people will be like, oh my god. I guess it's what is post cable guy. Yeah, right? but he's not really in cable guy outside of like. <laughs> on he's the television. Bit, 
He um, plays the the twins who are part of that on TV murder trial. Yes, 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 yes. So, I mean, we know that Sandler and Stiller were friends because we see the video footage of them at the beginning of Funny People. Yeah. Um. You know, so I mean, yeah. Um. Still is sort of working around now. Like um, he's done Empire of the Sun. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the same year as the Cable Guy. Oh, okay. He's done Reality Bites. That's probably his biggest thing at that point. Mm. Which he also narrates, and of course the Ben Stiller show. Um, I didn't even know he had a show. It's just it's good. It's like a sketch comedy show. Okay. But again, like he's probably not big enough to be uh, for people to be like, oh my god, who's the, uh, what, look? It's it's him from Heavyweights. It's probably one of those things that it's not really a cameo at this point. It's just him doing a bit part. But right? he's uncredited. Well, maybe it's just like Adam Sandler's just like I'm going to put you in. I think it is We're a cameo. Yeah, but maybe it's a cameo in the same way that like Jonathan Loughran being in films is a cameo. And it's like no one gives a fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you know? because he did like lead and star in like reality bites. Maybe uh, they're just uh, maybe they're just fucking hoping that it's gonna pay off. Yeah. They're it like does. reality bites, yeah, fair enough. And then like, it's what, like, two oh. two years later he's got there's something about Mary, which you haven't seen. No. Um which well, we'll when we'll do all the Farrelly Brothers movies. Yeah. Truly happily then... green book. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then <gasps> Oh, they gave him money. Now he's having a thought. What if I get more money from ball? Do you golf? I have golfed in the part myself and my late grandfather used to go out golfing sometimes. He was a big golf boy. It's like uh, Pappy yeah, Gil- Pappy Gilmore over here. <laughs> I liked it, but you know that's because at the time I was a very large, very fat teenager and it didn't involve a lot of walking I'm still it was, or like running teenager. do you know what I mean huh I'm still a large and fat teenager you're a beautiful boy um, not those things I went uh, I went golfing not too long ago um I did uh, some driving range golfing with uh for a bachelor party mm. um it's good fun yeah <laughs> Well, like a proper golfy. Well, it was a driving range. Hmm. I guess they don't do crazy golf driving ranges. That'd be quite fun. Yeah, um, I'd always like. I've always wanted to go to a driving range. You want to go? You see, the one yeah. I went to is in Greenwich. Is it? Yeah. That's not too far. We'll go. It was okay. fun. The, it was really good because you could um. You, it, it, they did it like. Have you ever been to Flight Club? Flight Club. Yeah. Which no. is like the darts place. <laughs> no. This is good. Fucking hate London. Oh mate, the, the Flight Club is fun. It's essentially like. It's essentially like they've taken darts and bowlinged it. You know, like they. They have like little games to play with, like a little screen oh, that has cool. like little animations. And the same thing happened at the golf course, <laughs> where like um, you could like pick different games to play, and it like measured where your ball went, and like 
like if you hit like certain things there was like one that was called like the floor is lava and you basically had to hit certain mounds on the green that were right. lava that's quite cool <laughs> it was good it was good it's very good technology it's a I have no idea how they can like monitor where like these balls are going. I was going to say, is it a real driving range or is it like a virtual it's one? It's a real driving range. A real driving range. Oh, yeah. I guess it must be like what's it called, putt shack? Yeah, but putt shack. But like putt shack, they have like the balls are like electronic. These yeah, are just yeah, they've like got balls. like Bluetooth in. Yeah, but maybe they're all. Blue- maybe every single one of them is Bluetooth. I don't think so. Well, we're getting, uh, we're missing out on some good Carl Weathers time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> also missing out on some kid violence. <laughs> I don't, oh, God damn it. I was also thinking about that being pummeled by a, uh, what do you call that, a baseball machine. I feel yeah. like they do that in Atypical as well. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's a decent show on Netflix, buddy. Oh, uh, okay. I'm a fan. No. I d- it's just his hand is just so who's got, the, who's got a better prosthetic him or Rob, or Schneider, Rob Schneider in the wrong missing I think I just I like this one just because it's so ridiculous like it's obviously a hand on top of a hand <laughs> like there's no way it should move like that it shouldn't be that long Josh what's your favourite Carl Weathers performance uh, I mean, it's obviously Arrested Development. Like, <laughs> there's no question. Just... There's no question. It's like, you know, you get, you take that bone, you get, some, you get some onions and potatoes, you get yourself a stew. <laughs> they offered me money to set a scene here at Burger King. <laughs> All the fun. <laughs> just my favorite part of that is just the end of David Cross just yelling, "It's a wonderful restaurant." <laughs> <laughs> I really want to rewatch it, you know. I did, I did. I only, I watched, I watched seasons one through three, and yeah. then I watched the recut of season four. Ooh, I never watched that. I only no, watched the, I hadn't the watched that. original season four. And then I've never seen season five. I watched one episode, <laughs> and I was like, I can't do it. I, I can't go from what is like one of the best shows ever made to this how was the season 4 recut um it's still not very good oh okay those first three seasons though that's I think to me that's like the some of the golden standard of comedy you know absolutely I can't is Arrested Development the best sitcom pilot <clears throat> could be I can't think of many others I remember there was one that I watched over and over and over again but I'm quite embarrassed about it can you can you say what it is or do you not yep. know I do know what it is it, it was when you Channel love 4, the Big Bang Theory pilot. no it wasn't the Big Bang Theory <laughs> it was when Channel 4 they used to release single episodes of things and it was kind of like whatever oh, like got the like the showcase people. one yeah, like Comedy Showcase. They, did, um, one... they had Todd Margaret as a pilot. Yes, it wasn't that. <clears throat> there was one that I watched over and over again, and I thought it was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. Is it the one mm. where the guy has to go to a wedding? No. With the guy from Blue? No, it was... No, I remember that one. I did watch that. It Is wasn't... that called Plus One? Yeah, that was, that was alright. But no, this one I watched multiple times. I think it came out while I was at uni. 
and uh, that show went on to become Phone Shop. <laughs> ah, yeah. I, you know what? I never got Phone Shop. My parents loved that pilot as well. I lo- I just I thought it was so funny. I but I, I yeah, it just didn't do it for me. No, I mean, fair enough. I mean, yes. Are they already in the fucking golf tournament? Uh, he's not the tournament. I think he's like in like an open, isn't he? Oh, I see. Like didn't, didn't this Colin kid grow up to kid. be somebody? Oh, maybe. Oh, it's because he looks like um, the, 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 one. I think like a an athlete looks like him, and Sandler did like a video of being like, "Can't believe my." Caddy grew up to be this guy. Oh, okay. Right, got you. He seems like he'd be someone. Carl Weathers is very fun in this. It's weird that it's always weird that like not more people get him to do comedy. Well, I guess he's had two quite good comedy roles now. Like really good. Yeah. Like... And he's also Combat Carl in the Toy Story movies. Which was Combat Carl? It's only in Toy Story 4 and uh, uh, Toy Story of Terror. <laughs> okay, don't say Toy Story movies because the Empire is in all of them rather is than it... just like the fourth one that no one wanted and a weird offshoot. Have you seen Toy Story of Terror? No. It's really good. Is it? It's really fun. <laughs> it's Toy kind Story of what... 4 wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't. And Toy Story of Terror was good. What's the other one? There's one called like Carl, Slinky's Dream Time. Carl uh also now can be seen in The Mandalorian. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't got that far through. And of course, he is Apollo Creed. Yes. And Colonel Al Dillon in uh, Predator. Like Predator, yes. And he's the titular Action Jackson. Look at how fucking low that hand is. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> Woo! Do you remember which, which film Chubbs reappears in? Oh, we talked about it last night. I oh, Little Nicky? Yeah, it's Little Nicky. Yeah. It's oddly enough that like he doesn't do a film in between Happy Gilmore and Little Nicky. Yeah. It's, uh... Yeah, I've got this film confused with Little Nicky as well, because I'm like, when is Reese Witherspoon going to show? up as an angel and I was like that's obviously not this film is it uh, but, but this film does have a good sense. dream sequence I don't remember it well you'll see it soon I will see it I see it I haven't really been paying attention <laughs> to any of the film oh! you know what it was easier to pay attention to Billy Madison <laughs> maybe I will because say Billy that. Madison was a bit more just like simple <laughs> Yeah, this has got a lot of moving parts. This is a computer. This is the worst pudding in the world. Go to your home. What? This is me pudding. I'm not a good putter. Now, have I been to putt putt golf with you? I don't know. There was one time we went with Substance. I don't know if you were there. I've been it with was, them. It was in Shoreditch. Yeah. Obviously. Where, where we were. Oh, well, yeah, we were probably there. Junkyard Golf. Yeah, Junkyard Golf, yeah. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's quite fun. 
I'm actually, uh, like, I'm good at, like, that kind of putting. But it's putting on an open green. On an open really green. Shit I can bounce it off stuff. So you're a good pool player? No. No. <laughs> I'm an okay swimmer, though. <laughs> Very good. Oh! Hey! A good joke. He's got it. That's a good joke. <laughs> Chris McDonald's really good. I, know. I just said I saw it. He's incredible. He's incredible. Should we talk a little bit about about McDonald? Yeah, because I don't really know him other than this it's and dirty work. And dirty work, yeah. And of course, how could you forget him as the villain and flubber? God, I haven't seen Flubber in so long. It's Flubber! It's Flubber! I think I saw it at the cinema, and that was it. The bit I remember in Flubber is like Christopher McDonald walks in, and like Robin Williams is like, What are you doing here? He's like, oh, I'm here to steal your job and your wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Okay. Okay. You piece of shit. Thanks, buddy. Um, yeah, what's, what's going on with. Is he also in. Uh, the Aristocrats film. Like the joke movie? Yeah, the joke movie. I, I don't think so. I don't think I he's a comedian. That. What is he? Well, Tell me just, what he just, is. Well, let me just look quickly. Like, apparently he declined the role twice of Shooter McGavin because he was tired of playing villains and he wanted to spend right, more time okay. in his family. Apparently after he got turned down twice, Kevin Costner was approached? Fuck. I feel like that's a weird step up. Yeah. Also, Bruce Campbell really wanted the role, who I think would have been a lot of fun. Yeah, I can see that. That'd be pretty good. I was watching... I watched Beauty and the Beast the other day, the original. Um, well, not the Disney original. The Disney original. Bruce Campbell in that? Well, no, but I was thinking, like, he would have... Like, they, when they made the live-action version, they should have just had um, Bruce Campbell... And not even mention the fact that he's just so much older than Emma Watson. Because <laughs> he was. What just... had Bruce Campbell as the Beast? Uh, no, as Gaston. Oh shit! Yeah, that'd be good. Because <laughs> like I just watching it, I'm just like he is Gaston. Yeah, Gaston. It's true. Um. Yeah. Apparently. Uh, yeah, apparently, Bruce Campbell. Yeah, really wanted the role. Hmm. And but yeah, McDonald got it. And I, I'm not entirely sure how they they wore him down. Oh, McDonald became interested in the role after winning a round of golf. <laughs> Fuck off. And decided to take it after he met with Sandler. Of course, he's in one of my top five films. Fanboys. Oh, I forgot about. Yeah, fanboys. <laughs> he's in Spy Kids 2, The Island of Lost Dreams. No. No, Listeners, he's in The Iron Giant as Kent Mansley. <laughs> he is so good. So as Kent good Mansley. Kent Mansley. He's, uh, hey, he's, sport, how he, you doing? I think he's the best performance in that movie. Yeah, it's like, awesome. I love Vin. I'm but Superman. Kent, Man Kent Mansley worked for the government. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sport, where are you going, kid? <laughs> he's really, he's really good. That's great. 
you know who else could have done this role? Maybe mm. maybe he needed to be a little older, but um, uh, Greg Kinnear. Yes, kind of like um, because I always think that, Greg Kinnear loser. is Ken Mansley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. Like, uh, yeah, have you seen um, Loser? Yeah, I've seen Loser. Of course, you have. Yeah. It's the teenage dirtbag. Teenage dirtbag, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Chris McDonald's in um, Thelma and Louise. Mm. Uh, he plays um, Gina Davis's awful husband in that. Ah. Who she's run away from. Uh, Requiem for a Dream. I'm just looking before. Oh, before, yeah, that moment. makes sense. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's like, he's, again, I think it's similar to when we were talking about Bradley Whitford on uh, Billy Madison. Right. He's yeah, had, yeah. like, a load of roles, but, like, small roles and stuff that you've heard of, but maybe haven't seen. Like, he's in Grease 2. <laughs> yeah. He's in Breaking, but not Breaking 2 Electric Boogaloo. Is that where that comes from? Yeah, that's where that comes from. Okay, good. He's in the uh, Bette Midler, Shelley Long comedy, Outrageous Fortune. Mm. He's like he's like in a lot of stuff, but it's just stuff that like it's it's all just movies that have remained in the in the periods where they were made. You know? Right. Yes. Like, um, oh, he's in Fatal Inst. Oh no, Fatal Instinct isn't Fatal Attraction or Basic no, Instinct. Or it basic is the instinct is comedy. Else. It's the spoof of the made by Carl oh, Reiner. Carl Reiner. <laughs> he's in Grumpy Old Men. Do you ever see Grumpy Old Men? No. It's quite fun. It's Jack Lemmon and weird? Walter Matthau. Yeah, Walter Matthau. Uh, but they're old and they're fighting over a woman played by Anne Margaret. <laughs> That's fun. It is fun. I think they're remaking it with like Eddie Murphy and Samuel Jackson. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah, all right. He's in Quiz Show. He's in Monkey Trouble. Do you remember Monkey Trouble? No, I don't know what that is. Monkey oh, Trouble. Oh no, I know the with poster. Yeah, Baby Fora Birch and, and a monkey. <laughs> Mimi Rogers. Is... Oh yes, Harvey Keitel. He's the baddie. Harvey Keitel. <laughs> this great line from Ben Stiller. It's a tremendous looking trophy. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think history will probably remember Chris McDonald as Shooter McGavin more than anything yeah, else. I'd say so. The best thing about um uh fanboys was they had the trailer where they were doing the cast list and but they just referred to people by like things that they know them from oh nice and the first one was just shoot a mcgavin and the shot of chris christopher mcdonald that was yeah, yeah. And then the, the movie was absolute shit yeah it didn't it didn't look good have we no. talked about fanboys but sorry listeners if you heard anything my chair collapsed oh, <laughs> so I, I didn't even notice oh uh oh. have we talked about fanboys He's killed that woman again. He ran her over with his car and he's dropped an aircon on her. I feel like we talked about fanboys on one episode, but I can't remember why. <laughs> Was it the episode where we were talking about Star Wars? Oh, my bad. Um, Some more fucking 70s, 80s music. <laughs> Do you remember like people were like saying they were going to protest movies until Fanboys was released? People are terrible. 
you know just like let it end is happy short for something um like hapford short for like like harry is short for henry right no yes harry hank, is, short for hank henry. is no hank is short for henry no harry is short for henry no harry is a name no harry is short for henry no it's not <laughs> I know that Harry is a name in its own right, but it's Harry started off as a as a nickname. But it's for not. Henry. It's not short. <laughs> I know it's not short, but it's a. It's I think it's the same like, amount of letters. Like how Jack is short for Jonathan. Yeah, I don't buy that. Like uh, JFK, you know, he's old. He's Jackie, Jack, Jack Kennedy. Yeah. So, uh, happy. Uh, what, are there any other names that sound like happy? Pappy? No. Pappy. Maybe it's short for Happenheim. Happy Pappy. Happy Pappy. Um. Oh, it's a good joke. He's. Ah, oh, see, this is also good, right? You know, like this. Well, him just being this on fine. the green. Well, no, like the... you know, this sets him up. This sets up. He's like the everyman. He's. You know, he's coming up against well, like, gets, snooty this gets golf people. This gets him into like, a good spot with Julie Bowen. Yeah. Do you like the dress on Julie Bowen here? Huh? You like uh, the dress on Julie Bowen here? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I forgot you hate costume. I don't, well, I get, like it's, yeah, it's shiny. Yeah. Shiny's nice. Shall we talk about where Julie Bowen was at at this point? This is her yeah. first film. No, no. Is it? Uh, she's got this and Confessions of a Sleep Addict and Multiplicity in the same year. What's Multiplicity? That's the um, Michael Keaton cloning movie. <laughs> <laughs> the 90s are fucking wild, man. Like it's directed by Harold Ramis. Yeah, but... You know. It's okay. <laughs> Multiplicity. Tim and uh, Andy McDowell. Oh, I've seen that poster, yeah. <laughs> she, uh, Julie Byrne had sort of been doing, like, TV. Yeah. Like, she was on... She was on, like, a load of shows that I don't think anyone has ever heard of. Do you ever Go see... Uh, do you ever see, um... Life Stories, Families in Crisis? No. Class of 96? No. Um... Acapulco Heat. No. <gasps> there he is! Don't say that like it's a good thing. Yeah, but this is before you know. This is his character from Jack and Jill. Yeah. He was in a... She was in a show called Extreme. An American yeah. television adventure drama that premiered on ABC. So, Lost. <laughs> um, and she was in a... An episode of Party of Five. It's wild that she was actually able to get this role. Yeah. But I guess What's now she's she's best known for Modern Family. Yeah, I'd say so. And, uh, What's the name in this film? Uh, she's got one of those V names, uh, Virginia Vennett. Virginia Vennett. <laughs> there we go. Double Vs. That's the double Vs. And of course, has, she... has anyone ever worked out why? I think Sala likes it. And just likes double Vs. And um, she returns in Hubie Halloween as Violet Valentine. Yes. Fuck. Hey, look who it is. Oh. 
What about Kevin Nealon for you? It's a similar vibe to his character in Blended. <laughs> it is. That's weird. It's just like a character that he just plays. Is it the it's same a... character? <laughs> it could be, you know. It's like exactly the same. But I guess in that he was like he he was only doing single words. In this, they're sort of sentences, but not quite. I'm just checking to see if the characters have different names. In this he plays Gary Potter. Gary? Gary Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Gary again. He they predicted it. In Blended he was Eddie. It's, well, they're similar names. But yes, maybe it is the same character from Bucky Larson, Born to be a Star. Shit, imagine. He loses this tournament and then just fucking really cares about grapes. Do you want to talk about the box office for this one? Oh yeah, I'd love to. So it's opened at number two. Yeah. Uh, below Broken Arrow. Is that a Stallone movie? No, it's Travolta and Christian Slater. Travolta. And directed yeah, by John Woo. Ooh. <laughs> is, it, is that pre-Face-Off? When is Face-Off? I think... Yes, I think it's Face-Off is a, a year later. Yeah. Um, but this opens the same week. So it opens ahead of... Muppet Treasure Island. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> One of my favourites as a kid. Um, and City Hall. Don't know what that is. I believe that's like a, an Al Pacino, John Cusack thriller. That doesn't exist. <laughs> and uh, then also, in its eighth week, at number five, you had Mr. Holland's Opus. I know that. I haven't seen it, but I know the name. It's a film that like people talk about, but I don't think anyone's ever actually seen it. <laughs> I think like Richard Dreyfus got like a an Oscar nom for it. Mister Holland's Opus, Mister Popper's Penguins. <laughs> if you're involved, it must involve some financial gain. <laughs> Favorite line. A high school musical. Music teacher who attempts to compose his own it's, music. It's, while it's, it's Henry Winkler's job. character from Here Comes it's the fucking, Boom. It's just that. <laughs> just you remember how shit Here Comes the Boom was? Yes, and I remember how upset about it I was. Because oh, wow. I remember it being okay. I remember it being good, in fact. But in the eyes of the Lord, I am just a fool and a beggar. You know? You remember that? <laughs> I've completely lost track of this fucking film. <laughs> I think this is it. Like, I think we've, like, the thing with Billy Madison was it was easy to keep track of it because you could see him progressing from, like, yes. class to class. With this, it's just golf. This <laughs> is fucking golf. It's all green. Ladies and gentlemen, this man is for the birds. Good stuff. The thing is, like, you don't get the beginning of that word or the end of it, so it just sounds like people going, whoop! <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> this is sort of like the beginning of Sala playing <laughs> Angry Man. I love it. <laughs> uh, more people should throw javelins. You know, just in life. It's what I try and do with my life. Mm. She's wearing a lot of white. Or cream. Yeah. <laughs> what, do, what do you think that means about her character? She's angelic. Yeah, it could be. Maybe she's dead. Maybe she's a ghost. Oh, shit. What? What if she is dead, right? <laughs> and it's like... It's a Wonderful Life. Not that I've seen it, but it's like It's a Wonderful Life. Um, what do you think happens in It's a Wonderful Life? I think there's the man and he kills himself and then he gets brought back and shown what life is like now that he's dead. And then he's like, I don't want to die anymore. No, that's not what happens. <laughs> what? What happens in this film? It's not that he kills himself. He friends to kill himself. Instead, he sees what happens if he'd never been born. Uh, and how important like his life has been to the people around him. Uh, oh, by the nice. way, the young kid who played his um, his caddy, his caddy, um, had a bit of an acting. Career. <laughs> My favorite thing is that uh, did you know he popped up in the movie Rat Race? Have you seen Rat Race? I have seen Rat Race. You know when they go to the Nazi museum. <laughs> That's it! That's where I know him from! Yeah, he plays one of the tour guides. He's the Nazi tour guide in Rat Race. <laughs> yes, I remember that. <laughs> it's weird, right? This is the thing that I think about a lot, right? Like, I can Nazis. remember. Yeah, Nazi. I think about them a lot. But I can remember a lot, or like, I can remember more about the films that I watched when I was like 10 <laughs> to, to 12. Like, 8 to 12 that range than I can remember about anything I've watched in the last year or two years I just remember John Lovitz yelling are you insane this is Hitler's car <laughs> I mean I don't remember nearly as much as you remember oh here we go bottle smashing If we did do yeah, if we do do our um Zucker Abram Zucker series, we could cover Rat Race. I don't want that. But then we'd also have to cover an American Carol. I mean it sounds intriguing. What American Carol? Is that the the right wing one yeah. that we were talking about? Yeah. I mean I'll send you the poster. I'm sick of all this lefty liberal Hollywood elitism. I want to see the real truth. It's so strange. Like it's like <laughs> it comes out like four years after Team America, and they're sort of parody of Michael Moore. Yeah. And yet somehow that works, and this doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you. The cast for an American Carol. You have Kevin Farley as Michael Malone, a caricature mm. of Michael Moore. Good. You got Kelsey Grammer as General George S. Patton. Hideous. You got Dennis Hopper's in there as a as a no. judge. I thought Dennis Hopper was a good boy. Leslie Nielsen as Osama bin Nielsen. No. Uh, 
Robert Darby's in there. John Voight as President George Washington. Oh, okay. Well, like, that scans, but, like... <laughs> James Woods is in there. Kevin Sorbo. <sighs> Trace Adkins plays the Angel of Death. And the Angel of Death! death. <laughs> <laughs> Gary um, Coleman's in it as a slave. That sounds like it's, uh, it's gonna be good. Yeah, it's gonna be that. Oh, Hopper was a Republican. Was Leslie Nielsen a Republican? Um, I'm gonna I imagine mean, so. He's old. <laughs> he's white. But he's very funny. He's very funny. He's also dead. <laughs> Nielsen often played golf. He was a practical joker. He was legally deaf. The m- <sighs> Tell me about his views. <laughs> Yeah, it's not on his wiki. No. Um, I had to interview um, the director, one one of the directors of Airplane, when Leslie Nielsen died. Oh, that's nice. Hey, it's him. It's Jaws. Jaws again. He is a big boy, isn't he? Richard Keel. Is Richard Keel still alive? I don't believe so. Mm. This is good. No, he's dead, yeah. Is is George your favourite Bond henchman? No. (laughs) Senya on a top. (laughs) What odd job? No, I don't like any of those ones. I don't like any Roger Moore stuff at all. What about Mr. Mr. Wait, wait, odd job is Connery, isn't he? I think he is. How do you... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's one of the best Bond jo- the best uh, Bond jokes in Austin Powers is is having it, having the odd job parody be called Random Task. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> task. This is Random Task. <laughs> Seven foot throws a shoe. <laughs> Who throws a shoe? This is great. What a gag. That's very good. God, he was an old boy. He was 74. Who? Oh, Richard Keel. So he was yeah, 74 so when he passed away. So he's like 50, 51, 52 in this. He's, I, I, I like I like Jaws in the Bond movies. Like, Jaws is fun. It's, he's like a... like. It's exactly what you want him to be. Yeah, true. Not to spoil anything of a current Bond movie that is in cinemas, but uh, could have used some uh, henchman fun. Does it not have any henchman fun? No. Do you know what? That's really annoying. Like, Skyfall does the henchman thing really well with Dave Bautista. No? Is that Skyfall? Or is that Spectre? No, that's Skyfall. Is it? I'm pretty sure. Don't they have the fight on the train in Skyfall? I don't remember anything. I remember enjoying Skyfall. I'm pretty sure that's Skyfall. No. Is it not? I don't think so. Unless I I could be... There is a fight on the train in Skyfall. And I thought it was with Batista. 
No, not that bit. Like, maybe I am. But I've only seen Spectre once. I, I feel yeah, like Spectre. I... Dave Batista is in Spectre. Interesting. Could that be me, like, misremembering it? I don't know, man. Shit. Oh, here we go. <laughs> this is strange. This is very weird. I like it's it. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Do you think this can... This is... <gasps> He's attacking an animal angrily. After it angrily attacked his mentor. Yeah. <laughs> Beat a crocodile. An alligator? Alligator, it's short stub. Beat an alligator to death. Slowly making that money. Would you like one of those big checks? Um, yes. I think I would. Would you not? No, I would. Are they legal? Can you walk in? Can you no. pay for a bus with it? <laughs> Can you pay for a bus with any check? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> I think it's legal tender and they are therefore obliged to take it. Maybe not, I don't know. But I would like one, yes. Yeah, Spectre was shit, wasn't it? Yeah. Have you seen No Time to Die yet? No, I've... I don't... I will only sit in a cinema for two and a half hours for one film franchise, and that is Fast and Furious. Have you not seen anything else since the cinema's opened? (laughs) I don't know if I have, you know. You can go see old. I didn't... No, I didn't see old. It's a beach that makes you old, man. <laughs> old as gold. And then you die. Life's a beach and then you die. I'm so proud of that. It's really good, man. <laughs> I can't wait till someone gives me a job to cut a trail for old. <laughs> Life's a beach and then you die. Coming to Channel 5. Um. Oh, he's back. Bye. I think he did all his stuff in a day. Yes. <laughs> Yes. 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 Everything in that. I think they did everything with her in a day as well. No, she got other stuff. She's in the dream sequence. Oh yeah, I guess so. And she got to do like the opening sequence with the kiss mask. That's that's like twenty five (laughs) days. Yeah, it's getting paid equity. No, I haven't seen anything. Have I? Maybe. No, I don't think I have seen anything else in cinema. At all, I haven't. There's not been anything that I've been like. I really want to go. The only thing that I was excited for was the Green Knight, and then they took it out of cinemas. Is it not in cinemas anymore? I don't think. I think is it select ones? Like it was at the Barbican for a bit, yeah. but like they, you know, it was it was well, meant Bond's to have a taking up most screens now. Oh, it oh, was okay. never going to get a wide release. Well, it was gonna, you know, I would have expected it to be in, you know, like Picture House and Curzons and stuff. You know, it was gonna have, it was gonna have that kind of release, which you yeah. Know. But then they pulled it, and then it's an Amazon exclusive, and only being shown at a couple of, couple of cinemas. And um, yeah, I think it's a shame because I did watch it the other day, and it is, like I was saying earlier, off mic, like it's my favorite film of the year. I mean, granted, I've only seen like four. Favorite film of the year, and it is visually just like incredible. Where's Barb and Star come? Barb and Star's quite high. That could be two or three. Barb and Star's very good. 
I don't know what else I've watched this year. This year, we're really not talking about this film, but like, there's nothing. <laughs> but having a nice, cute date. It's like I don't know. Like, it's not as silly. Uh, there's not enough silliness in Happy Gilmore for me compared to Billy Madison. No. It's nice. It's a nice film, but I think I like Billy Madison a bit more. I think I do. I think it's just. I think it's also like helps with like like. Don't get me wrong, like, Chris McDonald, like, pulls his weight very well here. But, Mm. like, there's no Chris Farley. No. There's no Norm. (laughs) Academy Award-winning Norm McDonald's performance in a Billy Madison. There's no Nudie Magazine Day. There's no Nudie Magazine Day. I've only seen 13 films this year. (laughs) I think I've seen like fifty six. I mean twenty twenty one releases. Yeah, You've seen fifty six, I mean. twenty fucking hell, all right. <laughs> Wait, I'll double check. Oh uh, no, according to this my top rate is Willy's Wonderland. Five stars. <laughs> ah yes. Better than the Green Knight. But <laughs> Green Knight, yeah. Incredible. Oh and the Mitchells versus the Machines, of course. That's a good movie. Good movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> Have a yawn, listeners. Um, oh, shit. Oh, little kiss. 54. 54. Yeah. Quite good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't like that Netflix says he's lip syncing. I think he's actually singing it. Endless love. He's good. I hope he's alright. <laughs> he was a corpse while they shot. It's like a weekend at Bernie's thing. Do you um? Do you think they'll do a sequel? What to Happy Gilmore? Yeah. Um. Is it on the cards? Anything's on the cards. Oh, I guess so. No. Oh, here we go. Bob Barker's yeah, people in love the this. How much longer have we got? A while. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Bob Barker is 97 years old. He's still going. He's retired, but he's, he's well, yeah, alive. But... This is who I think Norm MacDonald would have been. Yeah. As much as I love Joe Flaherty. What else is he in? He is the dad in Freaks and Geeks. Yes, that's who he is. <laughs> and incredible in Freaks and Geeks. That might be one of my like favorite TV performances ever. Yeah. But Norm, Norm could have done this. Huh, the club went further than the ball. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. So, like... <laughs> Of course, Joe Flaherty is also in Back to the Future Part 2. Who knows? <laughs> he turns up at the end. Are you Marty McFly? Yeah? I've got something for you. It's a letter. Oh, is he that, <laughs> that, was that guy? Yeah. He's the guy from Western Union. <laughs> That's one of my favourite moments in, like, any film. 
It's a letter. We've had it for like a hundred years. When, when like the dog disappears and he's just standing there in the pouring rain. Yeah. He's like, some of us were betting uh, whether you're gonna turn up or not. I guess I owe somebody twenty bucks. It's a really weird little performance. It's, a, it's just it's the way it makes it look like he's going to shoot him. Yeah. I've got something for you. A letter. <laughs> I think, like, this, is it weird that the only thing I know Bob Barker from is this? Yeah, same. There's some really good Pepsi promotion in this, isn't there? There's a lot of um, uh, promotion in this. I haven't really been paying attention to it. The uh, film or the promotion. Eber gave this film one and a half out of four. And yeah. uh, he was very unhappy with the product placement. And he lists uh, what he saw as Diet Pepsi, Pepsi, Pepsi Max, Subway, Budweiser... Uh, Michelob, Visa Cards, Bell Atlantic, AT&T, Sizzler, Red Lobster, Wilson, Golf Digest, the ESPN Sports Network, and Top Flight Golf Balls. I mean, yeah, fair enough, but some of them... How are you going to make a golf film without golf stuff? Well, you don't have to draw attention to the golf, the, the, the specific no, I guess brand. that's true. I guess that's true. Do you think yeah. this film led to an uplift in kids playing golf? Yes. <laughs> yes. I also think it led to an uplift in kids beating up elderly TV personalities. I hope so. so do you want to talk uh, awards briefly? Oh yeah, I'd love to talk awards. Because um, well, he's <laughs> killed Bob Barker. Because this is uh, <laughs> this, that's a nice shot. Um, this is the first um, uh, MTV Movie Awards that um, uh, Sandler wins. He wins. He wins. Just that's pretty good. Getting out of all this, uh, he wins it for this scene. Oh, what best fight or whatever he it is. Best fight, Adam Sandler and Bob Barker. I'm gonna get nice. up the nominees. Who went up against them? <laughs> I like this little scene between Joe Flaherty and, uh, and Christopher McDonald. I thought we were gonna be friends. Sana was also nominated at the MTV Movie Awards for Best Comedic Performance. Mm. But uh, he loses to Jim Carrey for Ace Ventura When Nature Calls. Yeah, fair enough. Would you like to play a game and guess the other nominees? Oh, I would. Uh, I thought that was Bob Odenkirk, and it is not. One of the nominees, it's a, it's a actress nominated mm. for a sort of iconic 90s teen movie. Alicia Silverstone. That's the one. Was it? Yeah. Fuck. For what? Clueless. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, next up, it's, um, it's a black actor for a popular 90s stoner movie. <laughs> It's Ice part of Cube. a franchise. Ice Cube. 
No, but you're on the Chris right track. Tucker. Yeah, it's Chris Tucker. Friday? Yeah. Nice. And uh, the third one is an actor we talked a lot about yesterday. They're not Norm the MacDonald. Main, not the main <laughs> topic of our discussion. Oh. It's a film um, you haven't seen, but you should. Carrot Top. <laughs> yeah. Was it? No. Oh. Um. <laughs> oh, Chris Farley. Yeah. Tommy Boy. That's the one. Yeah, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he's probably going in on Subway well, right now. Because they do the, the Subway commercial. Yeah, yeah. Do you like Subway? I, I had one yesterday. <laughs> I like a Subway every now and then. I haven't had one I'm in a, a while. I'm a real big fan, you know? Like... Yeah, yesterday I was just like, I'm hungry. I was it. What was yesterday? Wednesday. Yeah, I, I had to stay in to wait for a delivery. And I was like, I'm hungry. And they do the meal deal. It's like a foot long, some crisps, a cookie, and a drink for he's eleven got, pounds. He's got a subway card for life. He's got a subway card for life. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Big fan. What's your order? Um, I like a meatball marinara. Mm. Interesting. Or, Chaotic. Or I like mm. a um, turkey and ham. Ooh. On a hearty Italian. Mm. I always like the grated cheese. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, Schmeichel's back. Yeah, they're going to auction off the house. Uh, best fight, by the way, at MTV Movie Awards. He wins. Yeah. He's up against uh, Broken Arrow. <laughs> Right. For John Travolta and Christian Slater, yeah, yeah, John Woo boy he beats Jackie Chan in Rumble in the Bronx, which is Fuck. pretty wild. Okay. Um, and uh, he also beats uh, Pierce Brosnan versus Famke Janssen in uh, Goldeneye. Goldeneye found his weakness. That's my Bond. It's fucking insanity. Uh, this was also nominated at the Kids Choice Awards for favorite movie. Not even favorite okay. comedy, just favorite movie. Favorite movie, yeah, fair enough. What else was nominated? Would you like to guess? I would. Um, uh, the number one is a comedy movie. Yes. Um, <laughs> very popular comedy star. Uh, it's a remake, and the star is playing multiple roles. The Nutty Professor. That's the one. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Um, Is that that early? Yeah. I t wow, okay. The sequel's later. Right. <laughs> as, as it would be. That makes sense, yes. But um, how much later? Like it's like Naughty's The Clumps, right? Is it? It's like 2000. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, And then you've got two sort of action disaster movies. One Deep Impact, the, Armageddon. No. One is the oh. biggest film of the year. Titanic. No. Because this what? is... This is 97, what but flavor? I think it's 96. This film is the biggest Twister. Film. That is one of them, but that's not the biggest film <laughs> of the year. What is the biggest film of 1996? It's got a sequel that came out many years later. Independence Day. Yes. Yeah, I was thinking the other day about like, because I even worked on some of the promotion for Independence oh, Day too, for ID and too. that film does not exist. 
<laughs> yeah, I yeah. don't remember. Like, I never saw it. I don't think anybody actually saw it. No. Just don't think anyone gives a shit. Like, I love Independence Day 1. When I was working on it, I remember, like, the brief was sort of like, this is going to be the next Jurassic World. Yeah, yeah. And my sort of thing was like, I know Independence Day was... <laughs> Sorry, just him breaking the hand. Him breaking his hand off. <laughs> it's Carl Weathers' face. Um, the, yeah, they, they were like, I, I know Independence Day was a big film, mm. but it, I don't think it had the sort of lasting effect that Jurassic Park had. No. Like, it's not, it's not iconic enough. It's not, in the way, it, like, it's not good enough. It's not good enough, that's it's, a good point. like, Independence Day is fun, but it doesn't, like, like, unless you, like, had never seen a film before, mm. and seeing that shot of, like, the White House being blown up, blowing your mind, it's just, it's not got it. It's not That's the same the as seeing a dinosaur for the first time. Or even, it's not that, it doesn't have any moments that kind of compare to the moments of, like, the kid from the social network, like, the bit where they're in the kitchen... And then all the Velociraptors, like, they learn how to open doors. From, is that the kid from the social network? Yeah. It's the kid from Bohemian Rhapsody. What? Yeah, yeah, he's in both. He's in the social network as well. Interesting. He play. Oh, I can't remember which one. He play. He plays one of the ones... <laughs> one of the kids. One of the Zuckerberg boys. Look, it's the clown back. It's, what was the clown's name? Hey, my name is... Crabble. No, I can't remember his name. Yeah, he plays Dustin Muskowitz. Dustin Muskowitz. What was yeah. the clown from Billy Madison called? We talked about him a lot. Like half. <laughs> he, was just like, he just likes tweeting about his day <laughs> and then is like, by the way, I was in Billy Madison. Look at the hand. It's good. I like the fact that he's like always got to hold his arm like that as well. Yeah, it's, it's like when I broke my wrist. <laughs> I was like losing a hand. I guess so. <sighs> Any other fun quiz questions? I mean, that's that's all the all the uh, nominations. I'm afraid it was also nominated at the Razzies, but we don't talk about that. No, we don't. This doesn't deserve Razzies. <laughs> Um, apparently it was the the first MTV Movie Award for Best Fight. Oh, and, so uh, inaugural. Yeah. I wonder if they'll retire it when Sandler dies. Ah, <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> they also repeat the dream movie. sequence later, but a messed up version. Yes. <laughs> Woo. It's not a lot of money. No. <laughs> the shot of Sandler's face is good. Apparently the price is right increased in ratings after this movie. No. <laughs> what do you think of the score? 
I quite like this little, you know, the kind of like, huh? Something magical's going to happen. Bit of tension. <gasps> it's not as good as the score for Billy Madison. No, that was nicer. You know who the do, score do, do, is, do, do, this? Do, do, do. Um... Uh, um, John Cage. Um, that's why it's so silent. Um, oh, that's why it sounds like Ali McBeal. Uh, it's Mark Mothersbaugh. Is it? Yeah. How oh, interesting. So, what? What is his career? So, because I know the big one is the Rugrats Aquatic. Oh, well, yeah, right, like, you're the Rugrats theme song, but also... Uh, Devo. That's, that's his Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know Devo. He, you know, Do you know he's, he's in Devo? Huh? Do you know he was in Devo? Yeah, yeah. Oh. He, uh, Is that a band? Yeah. Like Death Grips? A bit like Death Grips. <laughs> they had the funny hats. They had the cone hats. That's true. Um, um they, he's done a lot of scores. He has, but what the hell? Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> of course. <laughs> the the Mitchells versus the Machines. I think he did a Lego movie. Lego movie. Um, That's a fun score. Holmes and Watson. Yeah, he's not exactly <laughs> my favourite. <laughs> Composer, most score composer, but he's good. The Rugrats theme is great. Yeah, it is, it is iconic. But like, oh, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. We missed, we missed uh, Chubbs died. Oh, fuck. <laughs> R.I.P. that Chubbsy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, his Life Aquatic score is just, it's, it's on another level, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's amazing. I like this. This is nice. What the score? Or just yeah, the, 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 the score. plot development. <laughs> the plot development score. Yeah, now he just wears the subway t-shirt for the rest of the movie. I don't understand what the stakes are at this point in the film. I don't remember. So uh, Shooter has now bought. Yeah, he's bought the house, house, and he will give it to Happy if Happy loses the tournament. Essentially. Right, but what if he wins? How much does he win? Um. Or no, maybe maybe it's like oh no no yeah he I think he buys it and threatens to like if like Happy drops out, he will give him the house. But right. then um, they change it up, and it's like it's so Gilmore's like I'm not dropping out, and so the idea is like Gilmore is like if I win, Shooter has to return the house. But if Shooter wins, Gilmore will quit. Right. So he'll never play because Shooter doesn't like what Gilmore is doing to the world of doing golf. to the sport. Yeah. I will say this. I've always thought this. Yeah. It's. There, I think there's a, like a film to be made about the Shooter McGavin character. Well, like an origins. No, as in like not the the specific character, but the type. Because as much as it's nice to see the underdog story, 
think of the insanity you must be going through when you've done something that you've trained for all your life and then some just young hotshot comes in and basically steals it all away from you. Mm. I feel yeah. like I feel like there's a there's a movie there. I feel like there is. I feel like I've seen it, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> and also I feel like people aren't gonna <laughs> Like you have to turn that character into a villain. You I think you, you have. I think there's sort of like. Yeah. I think you. Uh, it's more of like a, a slow descent into madness type character. Or it's like, oh, I, I have seen this. I've seen this film. Is it Joker? No, it's not Joker. But I don't know what it. You know, it's like it's an old guy gradually realizing he's lost touch with. I don't think that's the know, film I want to make. Huh? I don't think that's the film I'm talking about. But that's kind of what you're talking about, right? Nah. Like it's a, it's it's, it's the old guy. guy. It's an I don't old, think it's an old well, guy. I think it's someone who's like the same age as someone who has just like picked up something quickly. You could do it in any oh, sort. Well, like, you could do it in that? the sports world. I've you could do it in this. music. Um, I've seen this film. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Happy Gilmore, but in reverse. Uh, it's not happy. This is the song from God. the Joker. Yeah, it. Fu- oh God. <laughs> this is, uh, oh God. This is it. Oh. Oh, is that why you said it's Joker? No, but maybe oh. subconsciously. You brought this song into the world. You gave Gary Glitter some music. I didn't do money. that. <laughs> but it was what I didn't. I didn't like when people started like calling out Joke. Not that I think Joke is a great movie, but I didn't like when people started calling out for using that song because I was a bit like loads of films use that song. Loads of commercials use that song. I know mm. Joke has like got problems, but. If you're gonna call it out for using that song, you have to call out everything that uses it. Yeah, <laughs> it's in Boyhood. Huh? It's in Boyhood. Is it? Yeah, it's in this. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's in that. Yeah, I was gonna say like, well, in Boyhood they didn't know, <laughs> but that's true. They they, they, they made it as they were made, going along. Yeah, true. They were just oh, like shit. they were like we just everything we do. We need this song. Oh no, this is awful. No matter what. <laughs> like that nobody warns him before then. It's just like a car on the green. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> you really hate this movie. No, I'm think I'm th- no, I like it. I'm thinking. I, d- I just haven't been able to pay attention to it. I'm just thinking about you know. It's such a difficult thing. <laughs> what is the bit talking about the music thing <laughs> and being like. You know, I guess it's like the separating art from artists, blah, 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 blah. Well, no, I mean, I get it, like, because they have to pay music rights, except I don't think he actually gets those that money. Anymore. No. Um, Probably. 
Well, it's like I was watching this. There was a good little documentary on the BBC on iPlayer called like Guilty Pleasures. It came out last year. You like a guilty pleasure, do you, Josh? I do. <laughs> but they had like yeah. The first section was on like films that are shit that people enjoy, and the second one was like second part was on something else. And the third part I thought was quite interesting was about like films done by people who have been cancelled. And it was kind of like, you know, it's similar to the music question of like, should you just never watch a... I mean, that's kind of what I've been doing, just like never watching a Woody Allen again. But this no, documentary... I, I'm, I'm not in that camp, I must say. Because I'm just like, if, if I do like something, I do like it. Yeah. Sorry. That was I'm the thing, is that... An awful no, 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 but I thought this, this doc made a good point, which was just like you should be able to consume this art while also um, sitting with the uncomfortable feeling. Yes, I agree with that. And also, Just especially like, if it's something like Louis, where, oh wait, sorry, mm. I like this Return of the Dream sequence. <laughs> this is good, Christopher McDonald. This is good stuff. This is very well performed. <laughs> Horrible. This is good again. Look at this. Look at his face. Oh, he's he's having the best time. He is having a great time. Terrifying. Oh. <laughs> it making out <laughs> with the actual with the kiss mask tongue. <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah, I don't know. I need to think about it more. Uh, well, no, I would say is like, um, uh, yeah, like Louis, where so much of what we thought was jokes was actually covering up a lot of real stuff. Yeah. And you can see it all present in his comedy. Yeah. And that is an issue. That That's I true. Can't I get haven't past. watched. Haven't watched Louis since. But like. Since. I can watch Seinfeld despite of Michael Richards because yeah. there's there's nothing oh in that character that relates to the awfulness that he did later on. Mm. Uh, I suppose. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. It's I why I don't yeah. like it's why I think Manhattan is problematic because Because of the because of the central relationship yes. there. Um yeah. but I do like uh, Love and Death. I think that's a good movie. Mm. But who knows? Maybe I am wrong. Maybe I am bad. No, I don't think so. Maybe I, mean, I am. Mean and, and stupid. I don't think anything's inherently bad. Well, no, that's not true. <laughs> there are things that are inherently bad, but I don't think watching... Oh, I don't... Fuck. The gay fuck character. This. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I just, I just can't be fucked. There's no correct answer. No, why would that be? It's mount up. That's why I've been. That's why I've been conditioned into believing there can be. No, life isn't like that. I know it's so sad. Just listen to our "You Don't Mess with the Zohan" episode. That's true. Well. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's true. You know, black and whites and shades of grey, man. Who, this who, world who, is wild at heart and red all over. Um, we just given up. Yeah, no, that can summarise the entire last conversation. I like the how famous do you have to get to have one of those little heads that people carry around of you? A bobblehead. Like he's not a, not a not a fucking Funko, but you know, like a. Well, like the the, the 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 little cardboard cutout of his head. A little cardboard cutout head. I think you just make that, don't you? Yeah, but I want someone to make it of me who doesn't know me. Do you know what I mean? Um, you, I think if you can do that, you have to like do a sort of event. Okay. Like if we did truly happily live. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe out of the three people who come, one of them might print out a picture of either of our faces. <laughs> Sorry, that's good. Listeners, if we ever do... We have, live. I feel like this episode is proving that we shouldn't do live again. Why? Oh, it's going great. <laughs> I think it's going okay. Josh, are you excited for the new Resident Evil movie? And, uh, who's in it? Um, Mia Jovovich? No, she's not. It's a reboot. What? Oh, shit. It's called, it's called Welcome to Raccoon City. Population dead. I like that it's. I've got an email about it and it says witness the origin of evil, and I'm like, fuck off. I watched Ouija: The Origin of Evil the other day. Yeah. <laughs> like, how many origins of evil can there possibly be? Yeah, I already learned the origin of evil. It was, de- it was Nazis. That's what Ouija: The Origin of Evil taught me. He usually is Nazis. Yep. Evil didn't exist before. Listeners, normally I would mute myself when vaping, but I cannot be fucked at this point. The new Resident Evil stars Kaya Scodelario. Oh, no. Hannah John Kamen. <gasps> Robbie Amell. From the Duff. From the Duff. Tom Hopper. <gasps> from the Umbrella Academy. Neil McDonough. From... Neil McDonough from Paul Blood Pop Mob Cob Tob. Maybe you will like this movie. Maybe I will. It's set in 1998. Oh my god, okay. St. Pierre's Dirty Work. Maybe there's a scene where they all go see Dirty Work. <laughs> where they watch Dirty Work. <laughs> Raccoon City is only showing one film. It stars this guy, Norm MacDonald. Who's that? He, You know, he's from SNL. Yeah, he got fired for making he all those jokes about SNL. OJ. Oh yeah, I know him. Ha ha. His OJ jokes were good. This is fun. His feet are very big. Who could it be? <laughs> That's a good I love his t-shirt. Sort of Guns don't kill people, I kill people. I kill people. <laughs> I like the idea that they'd make him play this. <laughs> Richard Keel's good. <laughs> like he has to lean, lean on, on the, the guy. guy. It's so sad. It's kind of like um, you know the dark. Oh, what is it? Not the dark, but like all the stuff about um, Princess Bride. Well, and uh, Andre the Andre Giant. The Giant. 
and how you know how much pain he was in physically while filming that it kind of you know these boys like they're so big what about the giant from big fish well he's dead dead so 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 is andre the giant and and uh richard keel yeah i know but the the guy from big fish was like way younger than they were he was in the Guinness World Book of World Records for having the biggest shoe. Mm. Seven foot six. Yeah, he died like two years after Big Fish, man. He was 32. Is he the giant from My Giant? Um, No. Who's the giant <laughs> from My Giant? <laughs> I don't know. My Giant. It's Andre the Giant. No, it's based on Andre the Giant. Yeah, no, here's it. Oh, it's Romanian NBA player George Murison. Murison. He's still alive. Truly happily giant. Seven foot seven. But he's only 50. Yeah, it's just it's just very sad. These people who are like, especially like, you know, Andrea Giant, physically impressive, and then. Watch just, out, stunt work. Too big. Oh! Oh, I love the doll. What? That one's not a doll. Oh, that's all people, bro. That's a that's real good stunt choreography. Is oh, that your good. MVP? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think. About... I mean, the MVP is easy. I'm going to say right now it's Christopher McDonald. Yeah, fair enough. We have an honorary mention to Richard Keel. Yeah. Yeah. LVP, um, life. Me being tired. Life. That's my LVP. Yeah. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. Yeah. Yeah. MVP having a good sleep pattern and good sleep hygiene. LVP ignoring it. And also the actually no, my LVP is the is the pains that extremely tall men feel. As someone on my way. <laughs> Do you think you're gonna get but taller? Didn't no, you tell me you were getting I'm... shorter the other day? No, I am getting shorter, yeah. Are you, you're taller than me. I am, yes. And I'm quite tall. You are quite tall. We're two tall boys. Two tall boys. Maybe that's how we should have introduced the show. Like We're just we're two tall guys who like to talk about... <laughs> talk about shit. <laughs> Happy Madison movies. <laughs> I like that one person is not looking in the right direction in yeah, that crowd shot. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> what? We took 400 takes and that was the best we got. <laughs> Richard Keel clapping there was good as well. Oh, oh, oh. He wins. You know what that means, Josh? He won what? the house back. He won the house back. My jacket. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> Believe yes. that's Mr. Gilmore. Okay, yeah, fair enough. He's doing he's doing good, good work. What, McDonald or Keel? Oh, McDonald, Keel. Both. <laughs> this is really fun. This is it. Like, I think we talked about this with Dirty Work a bit. Like, it's so much more fun when it goes into like insanity and just surreal. weird. And I think Billy Madison has that throughout the whole of it. 
Yeah, that's this a good is point. probably like the better structured movie, but it's not as fun. No, great. Oh, there we it's go. ending how it started with the song. So it's, he's uh, he's gained some friends along the way. Well, one. Yeah. Maybe She's the real happy Gilmore. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, the, this the is the joke, isn't it? That like the that? the uh, Alan Cover character is now like rich. Why is he rich again? Because he gave him a share. I guess so. I don't know he doesn't really like say anything in this movie. For the best. <laughs> good Lincoln oh, cameo. Awesome. Yeah, it's good stuff. This is probably why I was getting it confused with the little Nicky bits. It's not the same dress. It's a different dress. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Yeah, it's slightly different, yeah. It's more of a blue. Still nice. Still still not still a nice dress, if you ask me. Yeah. Wonderful costume her Oh, it's the end now. Yeah. Good stuff. He did it. Well Just because of the use of it in this film, I would have this song played at my wedding. At your wedding? Yeah. Okay. It's very nice. It is nice. Smigel is credited quite high up. Well, I guess they love him, don't they? What's your recommended next? You know, you finish watching this. What are you gonna watch now? It's making oh, it's ta- it's ta- I haven't, it's now making me watch a trailer for it. <laughs> I was watching the end. I hate that. <laughs> what have you got there? What's your trailer for? Squid Game. Oh fucking yeah, right, man. You gotta watch Squid Game. No, I'm not watching Squid Game. Oh, it's so good. I'm never gonna watch it. Why are you not? You're not gonna watch the Green Knight. You're not gonna watch Squid Game. I will probably watch The Green Knight. I will not watch Squid Game. Why are you not going to watch Squid Game? It's just, like, it's never going to happen. But why? It's like the same with me in, like, Breaking Bad or, um, or Game of Thrones. Because you're just a contrarian. No, it's just like, just like, who, like, nothing about it interests me. Hmm. I get you. Just like, you can't, it's no Ted Lasso. (laughs) Yeah. Weird that Ted Lasso is more than 10 episodes this season. I got confused. I thought last week was the last one. Are you liking it now? Huh? Are you liking it now? Have you got over your gripes? I I liked it through. I was just like, it just feels a bit off. But it's got, it's got, it's developed now. Yeah. I like, yeah. It's funny talk, looking back on you being like, these are, these things are going to happen. I was like, no, why would that happen? And then they all happened. Because <laughs> I know how to tell a fucking story. Because you know how, yeah. You know, <laughs> but I do, that's the problem. I don't, I don't know anything. Yeah. I would watch Squid Game if it was a movie. It's basically a movie. It's, it's not. Long. It's like nine episodes. Yeah, but one of them's very short. I just hate TV shows. Yeah, I know you do, buddy. And yeah, you're the one who was like the Goldbergs is like the downfall of Western civilization. Yeah, because it's shit. So Squid Game. No, you haven't watched it, but Squid Game tells a fucking story from point A to point B. Oh, it stopped for me. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, because my trailer finished. Oh, it's well. The film's starting again. I don't like that. Okay. Well, sorry, no, guys. We are we are talking through all the credits. Um, 
That was that was Happy Gilmore. Wonderful. And that is that is truly Happily Madison Origins, Origins. for now. Finished. Until for we now. like do Tommy Boy, the Water Boy, yes. the Wedding Singer, oh, Big Daddy, uh, Going Overboard, Going Overboard, yeah. <laughs> uh, Coneheads, yeah. Coneheads. So yeah, good stuff. I enjoyed it. I, well, the bits that I paid attention to were amusing. Yeah, yeah, it didn't keep me as entertained as no, I <laughs> I could not watch it properly. Um, oh my god. Good movie. Yeah, nice. Good movie. Fine good movie. movie. Gonna rate it on Letterboxd right now. Yeah, same. Well, yeah, alright. Well, um, Josh, how oh. can people find you on, uh, on Letterboxd? Oh, me? If you want to find me on Letterboxd or Instagram or Twitter, you can. At P-A-P-S-B-Y, at P-A-P-S-B-Y, that's at Papsby. It rhymes with the Revenant. Um, Jack, if people want to find you, where can they do that? Uh, people want to find me, they can uh, look up JFG and Digital 3D across all sorts of platforms like uh, oh, yeah. Croonism. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, main take. Mm. Here, here. Mm. Chicago four. Mm. And pan raisin fans. Mm. And uh, that's that's where you can find me. I'm very active on all of those. These are all very good. <laughs> uh, I'm just... gonna bump this down. I'm just rating Happy Gilmore. I had it on four stars before. I think I'm taking it to a three. That's what I've just done, Josh. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> also, I want to shout out. Oh no, it's not. It's not. I thought it was Ben Phillips. It's a different Ben. But um, I'm sick of people listing TV shows on Letterbox. Yeah, Ben Phillips is sick of that as well. Oh, okay, fair enough. Good, good, good. Um, uh, no, no, I oh, agree with you. I it's hate just, it. It's not true. Anyway, apart yeah, from Twin Peaks, because that's a movie. No, wait, shut up. If you want to follow the podcast, you, you can on Instagram and Twitter at True Hat Mad. And if you want to send us an email, you can truehatmad at gmail.com. Send us whatever you like. It'll be read, probably. The gay character. And no, and if you want to, wherever you can, wherever you're listening to us, if you can, rather, uh, leave us a rating and a review. We'll read out any lovely reviews that we get. And uh, as always, when rating, five stars is good, six stars is better, seven, eight, eight nine. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Don't steal my bit. Seven eight nine. Hey, um, mm. we're back next week with Hubie Halloween, which our final episodes ish for now. Yeah, like guys, we know you love us, so we will be back. We'll take some time. We'll we, we, we've got some stuff. We've got some stuff percolating. We got some stuff. We got some stuff. There's a fish. <laughs> Damn fish in the percolator. In the what a percolator. movie. Um, and that's not a movie, though. No, that is a TV show. That's not a That's a TV show. Twin Peaks: The Return is a movie. Um, I see. Yes, of course, of course. Uh, and as always, Josh. Bye. Bye.